Hello and welcome to Soul Self, where we talk all things energy, consciousness, trauma healing, mindset manifesting, and more. Prepare to turn your pain into medicine and inspiration so you can be in alignment, living your purpose, having juicy relationships, and lush abundance. To stay up to date, join my newsletter at bloomshakti.com and make sure to browse some of my other offerings. So today I actually wanted to bring on my healer and it's interesting how I actually met Sarah. Sarah is based out of Australia and Australia has different time zones, right, Sarah? Uh, yes, we're norm- We're between, with the USA, we're about between like 12 to 16 hours behind, depending on where, which area you live in. So yes, you guys are about a day, like, well, half a day behind. So yes, <laughs> juggling all the different times. Okay, okay. That makes sense. Um, so I'm actually part of a group on Facebook and... You made a post talking about your work and at that time in my life, I was actually, I set out the intention to manifest my next teacher, my next healer and something about when I read your post, it was gravitating and I was like, I don't know how much she charges, but I'm fucking in, like I need to work with her. So how many sessions have we had now? Like, I think it's been two and a half months, right? November and we've been doing the sessions quite regularly so I think perhaps yeah like maybe seven sessions or something like that or maybe even a few more so yeah yeah Yeah, I definitely remember December I was having things with my grandma's um one year passing away and I think Mm -hmm. we had a session before that and then when I came back so I've definitely been consistent with sessions which is fucking key and I'm kind of a hypocrite right now because I'm definitely overdue I haven't had a session in two weeks but something about Sarah's post gravitated me and I was like a full body fuck yes I don't care what the time difference is if I have to wake up at two in the morning to have sessions I don't care how much it is like I'm gonna figure it out and I'm gonna work with her and your work is so amazing so I would love for you to share with my audience what exactly it is that you do Okay, yes, I'd love to. So I've been doing healing work for a long time. I started with with my own healing journey and that was kind of how I started learning different modalities and really diving into just learning a lot more about healing, about, um, yeah, lots of different elements. I've done a lot of different elements of creative healing, physical healing, and also a lot of work with the emotions. So at the moment, I predominantly use um, a few different modalities. The first one I use is forensic healing, which is a really amazing modality, which has over 96 healing pathways. So it's able to really pinpoint the energy of what's kind of happening in your life and then really able to just remove that. um, Yeah, just remove those different. It's just really interesting because everything that we experience, unless we kind of consciously go back and often... Uh, processed through it or heal it it kind of remains in our you know energy field in our body and it's really important to just be able to identify exactly what it is so that you can let it go so I also use root cause therapy which is where we go into the limiting beliefs and we unravel the limiting beliefs um, at the root cause And the group that you found me in was a sacred soul alignment. So that's energetic alignments and healing, Mm -hmm. which is really 
I love that modality because it's a really beautiful, nurturing way to just run energy that really supports you to align with your soul. So I feel like a lot of women that come to me, they really like the combination of all the different elements and they're really ready to go deep into the subconscious to release those beliefs, release those blocks and really find out exactly what it is that needs to be, uh, you know, that next kind of key in their journey of what it is that they're trying to unlock in their life. So I also find that people really resonate at times with the creative element. And sometimes I feel like um, there's a lot of creativity in our everyday life that we might not utilize. And when we really tap into that, like, uh, I guess like untapped potential that we hold Mm -hmm. through our own healing, a lot of creativity, a lot of um, inspiration, intuition, all those things kind of come through with it. So yes, I personally have, you know, even though there's definitely like, the highs and the lows when you're really delving deep into like creating transformation in your life. I really love like so many of the elements of being on the journey of just living in a way that's like really always growing and always like um, expanding and just really like creating what it is that your heart really came here to, to express. Amen to that. More of that. Mm -hmm. We all need more of that. And I really love your work because the two things that most of our sessions have is forensic healing and the root cause therapy. And I'm not familiar with either of those. And being the person who's receiving and going through the process, it seems so simple where I'm like, what is this going to do? Because I was like totally new to the idea. And I was like, how is this going to work? What is it going to do? But then your voice is so soothing. It just like takes me, literally, it just takes me to where I need to be to heal all that shit. And like everything comes through in the session. And I love that it's whatever that I really need on my journey right now. And things that come up subconsciously, it's not even things I would expect. So um I was going to give an example, but I can't think of an example of any of our sessions right now. And I'm very, like, I would love for you to share, like, I mean, obviously, you're not going to, like, teach. But how are forensic healing and the root cause therapy, like, are there any, um, like, they're very complementary, but do they have any similarities as far as, like, what you've studied? Because there's always so much more that goes on behind the scenes of, like, what is learned and stuff. Yeah, so that's why I feel like, I feel on my own personal journey that at different stages of my healing, there's been different things that I've been really attracted to exploring or or learning. And it's very interesting because with forensic healing, it's really, the healing pathways are really around like identifying the energy and there's, there's different, um, there's different modules. So like, Say, for instance, if you came to me and you, you know, had like a money block or something like that, it would be like, okay, let's have a look at where this actually originated. And it goes really into looking at, you know, is it an emotional problem, a physical problem? Is it on the spiritual level? Is it on the soul level? So it's got all different like modules that are correlate with different like parts of your you as a being. Mm-hmm. So I love that because you can really identify okay, this is, you know, 
something to do with the heart that happened when, you know, you were younger and, you know, there was a part of you that then didn't feel safe or whatever it is. And then you're able to do the healing pathway to, to like heal that like event. Mm -hmm. But the root cause therapy is more embodiment. So that's more, we go into the feeling in the body and then we actually feel it. And I feel like that for me, like I did the forensic healing, but then I did the root cause therapy afterwards. And that for me was just a deeper layer. That's why I love now in, um, healing and even in human development, how we're really going into the body because we've been conditioned to be so in our mind. And, you know, we have so many thoughts and we have so many things that happen in our mind and our minds are really influenced even by like anxiety and, you know, our chemistry in our brains. Mm -hmm. So really coming back into our body and actually being centered in our body, it helps to take us out of that fight or flight response that we all kind of a lot of us are conditioned with as we're growing up because of traumas that we've experienced. So it Mm -hmm. could be that we get angry or aggressive, or it could be, you know, that's the fight response or the flight response where we want to run away from it and, you know, drink alcohol or, you know, have addictive behaviors that soothe us or the fawn response, which is, you know, people pleasing and not being able to say no and being like really nice all the time. And so all of these different things in our life that we struggle with, they're all just responses to trauma that are kind of like held in our body and our nervous system and from those events beliefs are created so I'm not safe or you know I mean obviously with the example of money there's so many different beliefs that we create growing up depending on our experience with money and our Mm -hmm. family's experience and all those different elements the the root cause therapy is so good because you actually go into the limiting belief and you release the layers of the feelings that were trapped when you created that belief and it just helps you on a very deep subconscious level level to really change your energy and also just really cleanse and release you know like it's like when we're holding on to stuff we don't we don't have the space to sometimes bring in what it is that we really want to create but by actually cleansing and releasing those old I guess you could say like almost like old baggage, mm-hmm. you know, you're just opening up to really be able to create and um, move in the direction of what it is that you're really desiring. So, so that's why I find the two really powerful together because they both have very powerful, uh, like they both work very powerful on showing you like the areas of what's happening, but they work in like different ways. Mm-hmm. Mm. And I I don't know if I've ever shared with you, like, I'm not huge on talk therapy because you can talk about your problems all day long and your body doesn't know the difference of, like, if it's actually happening or if you're just talking about it. So two-part question here. So one, when, like, me being a coach and a healer too, when I go into sessions, I'm like, I know what I want to work on, but I'm also open to, like, whatever fucking comes up right so would you say like for your sessions if a person comes to you do they need to know what they want to work on or are you able to kind of talk them through and like just work and see like what arises I feel that yes you don't need to have a specific theme like sometimes I actually wrote a post about this the other day around like the process of transformation and what I had put in that post was sometimes transformation is, it's just a very slight nudge of I need to change something. I want to grow, you know, or I might be struggling in a little area. It can be a very subtle nudge that 
then someone reaches out and, you know, wants to work on something that's very subtle. Or in other cases, it's very much a slap in the face where something big or drastic happens and you're like, oh, I need to go and have sessions to support this. But either way, whichever way it comes through for you, it's like a soul calling when there's like this kind of nudge that there's something in your life that you want to transform. Mm-hmm. Or even uh, I know like in your work you talk about, um, you know, alchemy and that feminine alchemy. And really that is the alchemy where it's like, there's something that we want to transform. There's something that we want to completely change and just really alchemize in our lives. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to know, like, you don't really have to know fully what it is, what that is. It's like a feeling inside of something that's like, like a little thick calling or something that's like, you know, I, I need to, I want to work with this person or I need to, I want to do this in my life. I want to change this, but it can be very subtle. Mm-hmm. Yes. So. And I say always trust the niggle. Like, I always tell people, like, it doesn't matter if you decide to work with me or not, whoever you decide to work with, always trust that feeling. Like, your body will never sway you wrong. And I think it's interesting because, in a way, like, even though a majority of my work is based on, like, masculine feminine energy and then nervous system regulation, at the end of the day, the root of everything is nervous system regulation, right? And the other thing is... The whole feminine stuff, that's really where the embodiment comes in. That's where, like, the body and soma, like, getting into your body comes into play. So I think I, I, I just realized this right now as you, were, as you were speaking that when we talk about feminine, it's not just, like, wearing a dress, putting on hoops, and receiving from the sun. It's also just being in your fucking body, being in the present moment, being here and now. And I love how you said that people are so like in their minds nowadays because that goes that's across the board. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. Mm. So I'm curious to know, what is your take on therapy, like talk therapy? So I think that traditional talk therapy, I feel like at times that can be helpful if you just need someone to talk to because at times there are times when we may be making a decision to say and we might just really need someone to like hash it out with and talk to about it mm-hmm. so for me that was more like for me that was that's something that if I felt called to I would still do it now but from on my journey I did a lot more of that like say when I was very first kind of exploring you know, my feelings and all those things and all exploring my life, I guess, or my story up till then. And then I get, and then I feel like there was like a deeper level, which was like really working on the energy and the emotions on a much deeper level, which often talk therapy, it can go into that to a degree with some of the techniques they use, but not, they don't tend to go as deep as, um, Mm -hmm you might feel called to go at times to really get to the like I don't know that 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 really deep like emotional release which I feel is where a lot of the the gold really is if that makes sense yeah and there's no spiritual bypassing in our work so whether you decide to work with me or with Sarah there's no spiritual bypassing like you are going to be held accountable in obviously a loving, gentle way. Definitely with Sarah. Sarah's always made me go so fucking deep, you guys. Like, I've cried for almost every single fucking session. Like, whether it was during the call or after the call. Um, 
And I think that's where the power is, you know, just being seen, felt, heard. And I definitely, like, I've personally had my own fair share of clients that just talk the entire time. And I'm like, I don't really know if you need energy healing as much as you do, like, a best friend, you know, like, or a therapist. And I love your your perspective on the whole therapy thing because that's so true. Like, people just need to be hurt sometimes. And I think when a lot of people, when they're talking – they're hearing themselves, everything that they've been storing in their minds, and they make their own connections. And that's where coaching comes into play, too, because coaching is basically asking deep questions to make you go deeper within yourself to find the answers. So yes, you and I actually had an amazing conversation a couple weeks ago about like spiritual bypassing. And what is your take on that? What does that mean to you? And do you see it out here often because we are in the spiritual, energetic healing community, holistic medicine and stuff? Let's talk about spiritual bypass. So with like spiritual healing or energy healing, I feel that there's different layers and I guess there's different layers that suits everybody, but I do feel like... Personally, my experience of spiritual bypassing is when, like, somebody just wants to maybe love or light or just be, like, not really maybe sometimes go to that deeper element, like, that deeper human element of, like, the emotions or actually... um, Sometimes it's even, like, just taking that deeper responsibility for what it is that you are experiencing, I guess. You said that so... Sorry, go ahead. (laughs) No, just that um, sometimes I don't. I think it's just yeah that element of really that depth of just for me personally, I feel. I feel like there's a lot of like, I guess because I've worked so deeply with the emotions, like sometimes I feel like there's a lot of like emotional like repression or even dismissive, dismissive, like dismission. I'm not sorry, it's not coming out the right word, but being dismissive of emotions and things like that. Mm -hmm. And you can't, you can be a very spiritual person, but if you're putting that over your deeper traumas, you still are really bypassing the depths of true spirituality, I feel. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think like the somatic work or just really going into just that, um, those cathartic releases, even like breath work, just those things that just connect you deeper with that, that element of being human, which is the emotions. There's we, we all have emotions. And the thing is that we, we're in a period of human evolution now where we're learning how to work with those on a really deep, like, um, co-creative level. Whereas if you look back to our, you know, our parents' generation or, you know, one or two generations ago, especially, say, our grandparents, like, they, there was no emotional intelligence really there around emotions. So for those, in those periods of time when negative emotions were coming up, the way to deal with them was suppress them, you know, don't mm-hmm. acknowledge them, put them under the carpet and they're not there kind of thing, which we now know actually isn't the way the body mind works you know 
when you store something in, it gets trapped in your cells, your DNA. It's not like it's not there anymore. It's going to be passed on to the next generation. Mm-hmm. So really, like this emotional, this emotional intelligence that we're seeing in the world now, and people actually feeling and being able to heal, letting it come up to heal it. I think that's true spirituality, even though it's a very like, uh, even though it's a very kind of. Uh, what would you say like it's a very kind of practical way of maybe looking at it but I think it's just a very like I think deep spirituality there's a lot of practicality of it of doing the the work of really connecting and healing those deeper elements of yourself you said that so gracefully to me I feel like it's all really just people not taking accountability right it's always he's the problem she always says this or also false positivity like mm-hmm. there's people who fake it till you make it and as much as I believe in that to an extent there's a lot of people that just bury things under the rug and like you said like we aren't taught how to process our emotions and it's so fucking easy mm-hmm. it's so easy like when you do the work after a while it becomes natural to honor all the different parts of yourself and you realize like you have all these tools and you're like, this is what I need to do. You know, whether it's breath work, tapping, dancing, shaking, like whatever it is. And a lot of times, even though we live in the age of technology and, you know, human evolution, like we're going in one direction, but we're so connected yet disconnected right? Mm -hmm. Like, and Mm -hmm. that's why our industry exists. Thank God. But at the same time, it's just like, there's so much that we have achieved. And at what cost? Because people don't know how to be fully present. Where I actually went to the beach and this morning, and there was this girl with her, with like her big family, right? And she's just taking pictures and videos and like not engaging. And I'm just like, oh my God, like that's how I used to be too, right? And I feel like not a lot of people are aware or talk about this, but being on social media, when you're scrolling on TikTok, which I haven't been on TikTok in a while and it feels so good for me. Um, I also like disconnect from Instagram on the weekends and stuff, but like that is a way that we numb ourselves out, mm. right? I'm, I would love to know what are some things that you do to kind of recharge yourself? So I think nature is very powerful and I think exactly what you were saying around working with the nervous system so finding some things that support your nervous system that really you love to do or just make you feel um grounded connected to yourself i know exactly what you mean with social media it's good that we're so connected with you know all of our things that we have nowadays on social media but a lot of it is in our mind and it's just it can you know really overstimulate our mind and just cause more stress. So it's really important to take those times out to just reconnect with your body deeper, really with your nervous system. So there's different practices with your nervous system that really support it. So one is like obviously, you know, physical activity, perhaps like walking or doing something 
you know, like I said, going in nature or even just like a really good one is actually like mindful walking. So like, even if you just do it for five minutes, you know, just go for a walk outside and really be present in that five minutes and notice exactly what's around you and things like that. That really helps you to come back into the present moment, which does help to ground you into your nervous system. Another one is it's really is important to have connection with other people, like in something that you like to do that actually helps to support your nervous system as well. Mm -hmm. Making sure that you're hydrated enough. Um, Also a really good technique is that the heart coherence technique where you drop, if you're in your mind or if you're stressed or, you know, having thoughts like those ruminating thoughts of like, you know, stuck in your head or whatever, you just pull your head down into your heart and then you're just, allowing your breath to slow and deepen and then just breathing in and out of your heart space and bringing in that feeling of safety. And that really helps to open up your mind and just connect you back into your body, back into your heart, which helps you to emotionally regulate. And that's really good as well for your nervous system to be in that emotionally regulated state. And of course, like that ongoing support, like you were saying with having sessions or having someone that, you know, you do have that relationship with where if you are struggling with something or something is coming up, you feel safe or comfortable with them to talk about it and they can support you with, you know, their healing tools or their therapy tools and teach you as well how to deeper journey with whatever it is that you're experiencing to kind of come out the other side mm-hmm. with that transformation or that, you know, having alchemized it so that, um, yeah, you just feel like that. You feel supported. I think feeling supported is really important. And that's something that when it comes to our deeper emotions or deeper like elements of ourselves, sometimes it's, it's more like sometimes we do have those really supportive friends, but at times it's like something that is that something that we need more professional help with because mm-hmm. those people are really trained and really dedicated to holding that space. And it's often that's, being in that safe space that's really transformational. Absolutely. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned hydration. And mm-hmm. I don't know, you probably know this, but all the water on the planet is all the water that will ever be. Did you know that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Hi. I watched... Yeah. Um, I watched a documentary on water, and that is, like, the one thing that absolutely stood out to me. And also that water holds memory. And speaking mm-hmm. of water, I know you're currently running a program. What is your current offering? So I'm doing a hydrate and heal. So it was just seven days, but it was basically um, seven days of doing hydration balances, which is part of forensic healing. Um, there's different hydration balances that we can do. And then I was just seeing what else came through each day with the healing pathways to really support like, it felt like a deeper cleanse, like emotional, spiritual, and obviously as well, because it's connected with the water, um, I've been encouraging everyone to drink, you know, two litres or more of water and also do intermittent fasting if they feel called to do it on a more deep physical level. Mm-hmm. But we've been doing the healing pathways and just kind of really cleansing, releasing and rehydrating, like I feel like a re like there was just like a calling to really rehydrate so i would really encourage everyone as well just to really 
drink their water and really connect with it. And I love that work of, you know, mindfulness and just with your water really really mindfully drinking more water, I think is was a big message that was coming through. Mm-hmm. I think that's fascinating because I, it was last week when I literally set a timer on my phone for every single hour to mm-hmm. gulp down like a bottle of water. And mm-hmm. how long is, what day are you guys on in the program right now? Well, we're on day five. Today we're on day five. So we're almost finished, but the replays are available. I just okay. actually went over to the beach and just sat on the beach and did it. So there was that real connection with the ocean as well. So yeah, I don't know. I just really felt called to do that. And I really love doing my creative off like my healing offerings in, you know, obviously one-to-one sessions, but then I also love creating like little creative um, like workshops or things like that because I just feel it really connects with that part of us that's like, you know, sometimes it's like healings, like when we go really deep, it's like I feel like bringing in creativity or just doing it in a really creative way makes it a bit more fun and a bit more like lighthearted so that you're still doing the deep healing work but you're not but you're like balancing it. It's more balanced, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah. I'm definitely going to be getting the replay because I mm-hmm. totally missed it with everything going on in my life, but I want to get all that information. Um, mm-hmm. You are truly like a wealth of knowledge, Sarah. Your work is amazing. And oh, <laughs> I love the way you hold space. You're just, you have this deep motherly, like nurturing energy. And mm-hmm. after our sessions, I'm always like, Sarah, love you thank you so much but like my heart just like busts wide open and I just feel so much and I would love for you to let the listeners know what other offerings you have how can they contact you you know and work with you so I have a group on Facebook called soul bloom and that's the name of my business so I can um, yes, if you ever want to find me, I'm not sure how I'll share the link or what, or the details, but if you just um, look up Soul Bloom on Facebook, you'll see my group. And if you join in there, you're able to connect with me on a much deeper level. I often do like, you know, little free healings or healing pathways and, you know, talk about different, um, like different elements of like life and healing. And I also really love to have other um practitioners practitioners that I also uh connect within my group and share what they're doing as well so it's like a really beautiful community for healing which I love and uh I also do the like one-to-one sessions so yeah if anyone's feeling called to go deeper one-to-one and just really connect with any of the elements that we talked about today or even just to have a chat um you can find me at Sarah Jeanette Reed on um facebook so yeah so thank you so much shana for yeah i'm gonna link your facebook group in the show notes so make sure if you're listening to this podcast to check out the show notes to contact sarah you know get in touch with her for a one-on-one check out what offerings she has and also don't ever underestimate the power of recorded content because it'll find you in exactly the right time that you need it for whatever you're moving through at, you know, the stage that you're at in your journey. So even for me, I'm going to be buying the hydration course. So I'm totally not, I'm butchering that, but I definitely will be getting that and walking myself through those seven days. And 
everything's always divine timing. So thank you, Sarah, for being a guest on my podcast today, being my amazing healer. I'm so grateful I found you. Honestly, like you have helped me so much and you brought up things that I thought I fucking healed. You brought up things I wasn't even aware of and I love and appreciate you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, you're so welcome, and yes, I'm so honoured to work with you and um and just all the beautiful ladies that do that I do end up connecting with. So, and I just also want to just personally say thank you to you as well because you have been such a lovely, beautiful client, and you've been so committed. And I love when I when clients come to me and they're really committed and they're really willing to go deep. I really love that because I feel like that's really like where their co-creative space is, and sometimes. We can do so much alone, but sometimes we do need that little connection or that co-creation to really build that bridge to get us to the next, like, level of our life or the next step of our life or, you know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. it's really powerful to connect with you. And, yeah, I love it. So, thank you, Shana. Consistency is key. Thank you, technology, because even though you're a day and a half ahead of me, you know, we mm-hmm. we are able to connect. And energy knows no distance either. So, I'm definitely in a place where I'm shifting my business to be fully online, but I mean, I've had so many, I've had countless sessions with Sarah and, you know, a majority of all the energy healings that I get are distant and there's something that happens where you're in your own safe space and stuff that your body just tends to be releasing more and yeah, definitely don't underestimate long distance healing Make sure to check out the notes to contact Sarah. And thank you, Sarah. Thank you, Shayna. Okay, bye. Much love. Bye. Hope this was insightful and you're feeling empowered. I would appreciate if you could do an Apple podcast review. It takes less than 15 seconds. Forward and share this with anyone you feel would benefit. Tag me on Instagram and I will talk to you soon.